Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. Uh, just a note, uh, Father Daniel is on his way down. He had a wedding this afternoon at three o'clock and he's on his way down for four o'clock mass. That's why we're starting a little later. He should be here shortly. I will get the opening announcements out of the way. We have a special welcome extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. We also welcome all those who are worshiping with us over the internet and the live stream. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked, marked with the ribbons. Assisting us today, our lector, our lectors are Joe and Nathan. Our cantor is myself, my name is Fred. Our organist is Brian. Our deacon is Deacon Frank. And our celebrant Father Daniel is, will be Father Daniel as soon as he arrives. The lyrics to our hymns today are found in the bulletin. Please join in singing our opening hymn, Amazing Grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. Was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. My family, to help us enter into this celebration of the life and love of God Almighty, let's now pause for a moment and call to mind those times where we did not live our dignity as God's daughters and sons. Those times where we did not respect the dignity of others as our sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ. And for these times, let us now open ourselves up more deliberately to God's healing, mercy, and compassion. Lord Jesus, you have the words of eternal life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, enter our hearts and heal our woundedness and our sufferings. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you do sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting 
life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises, which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Please now be seated for the, celebrate, or for the readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of Joshua. Joshua gathered together all the tribes of Israel at Shechem, summoning their elders, their leaders, their judges, and their officers. When they stood in ranks before God, Joshua addressed all the people. If it does not please you to serve the Lord, decide today whom you shall serve the gods your fathers served beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose country you are now dwelling. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord for the service of other gods. For it was the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up out of the land of Egypt out of the state of slavery. He performed those great miracles before our very eyes and protected us along our entire journey and among the peoples through whom we passed. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. The word of the Lord. Taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Oh, taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord, of the Lord. Taste and see, taste and see 
the goodness of the Lord. Oh, taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord, of the I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise shall always be on my lips. My soul shall glory in the Lord. For God has been so good to me. Taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Oh, taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord, of the Lord. Worship the Lord all you people, you want for nothing if you ask. Taste and see that the Lord is good. In God we need Put all our trust. Taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Oh, taste and see. Taste and see the goodness of the Lord, of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, be subordinate to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives should be subordinate to their husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of his wife, just as Christ is head of the church, he himself the savior of the body. As the church is subordinate to Christ, so wives should be subordinate to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church 
and handed himself over for her to sanctify her, cleansing her by the bath of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. So also, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one hates his own flesh, but rather nourishes it and cherishes it, even as Christ does the church, because we are all members of his body. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak in reference to the Christ and the church. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirits. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Many of Jesus' disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the spirit that gives life, while the flesh is to no avail. The words I have spoken to you are in spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, for this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their formal way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? And Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Before we break open the sacred scripture and then apply it to our lives, let's first off, I'm encouraging you to take home a copy of our parish bulletin and maybe take two home and, and share one with a neighbor or friend or maybe leave it in the doctor's office this week or the pharmacy or, something, or on the bus. Let people read it. and That's just an effort in evangelization. Plus, there's just good information in here. Not only the wonderful responses from Prosper, from the Ask Prosper uh, column, which is always informative and, and uh, engaging. So if you ever have a question, or a comment or something to share, please, please submit it to the Ask Prosper. But also, uh, as, uh, as you may know, in this neighborhood on the 11th of September, we're going to have a big party down on 13th Street. I hope we all know that, and I hope you mark your calendars, because uh, it's, yes, it's for the Southside community, 15203, but let's make it a, let's make it a party, huh? Let's make it a party of our parish. So let's try, if, it, if the weather's permitting and you're, you're, you're up to it, Put, on, put September 11th on your calendar to, to join us down here. Because believe it or not, again, the, the party is in that park on, I think, right next to, next to the parish office. So 
We're in a prime location to party. You know what I'm saying? So come down to the parish office. We'll probably have something set up. And if not, maybe you can help us set something up. And if not, we'll just stand around and party. So let's just have fun together. You know, we don't have to have all these other things going on. Let's just get together and uh, maybe uh, have, a, have a cold soda, maybe, or, or a, some other type of libation, and just enjoy each other's company. Again, if you're able to it and the weather's permitting, it's the 11th of September down here in the south side, right next to our parish office. Good times uh, for all of us. Amen. And now let's get to the sacred scripture. Let's break it open. That first reading, so beautifully proclaimed, is, is from the end of the, the book of Joshua. And I hope we all recognize that Joshua took over leading the people of Israel but from Moses. You know, Moses led the people to the promised land, but it was Joshua who took them into the promised land. And this is many, many years later. And Joshua's getting older. And he and his family were recognizing, hey, hold on a second. The covenant that was established with Moses many, many years ago, a lot of our current community, a lot of our family, the many of the tribes that have joined us since the time of Moses don't know much about the actual covenant. So, in your hearing, we have the renewal of the covenant here in this passage of, of Joshua. And this renewal of the covenant by Joshua and the people of Israel is paralleled so beautifully with the gospel you heard so beautifully proclaimed from the Gospel of John, chapter 6. And this is the culmination of what we've been reading and praying over for many weeks now. John, chapter 6. Please take a look at it. Please take some time and read and pray over it. John, chapter 6. It's known in our Catholic faith tradition as the bread of life discourse. As we've been hearing for many weeks now, Jesus you know, expressing, conveying to his followers and the people of Israel right there, that he is the covenant fulfilled. Because what is the covenant? And I've shared this with you many times, and I trust you all know this. A covenant is a fancy term for a promise. And what was the promise made to the people of Israel through Moses? What was the promise? That God would be their God and the people would be his people. Basically, he promised his abiding presence with them. And Jesus is trying to convey to, to his disciples 2,000 years ago that we don't need a promise anymore because he is the fulfillment of that promise. He is God's abiding presence with us and for us. And what else does the covenant do? Moses and the Passover meal, it forgives our sins. What was it doing for them many thousands of years ago? It freed them from their captivity in Egypt a sign of us of freedom, liberation, and now the freedom and liberation of what is the most horrific bondage and, 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 and condemnation, death. And Jesus is no longer the promise uh, of, of, of forgiveness. He is forgiveness, made manifest, Christ crucified. He didn't suffer the cross because he deserved punishment from a, from a nasty, uh, you know, horrible God. He entered into our pain. He entered into our suffering. He entered into our misery. 
to express his love for us, to show how far he will go to forgive our sins. He is no, there is no need of a promise anymore. He is the forgiveness of our sins. And lastly, what else did the covenant do? Promise not only God's abiding presence, the liberation from all evil, but he also promised life eternal. And Jesus is life eternal through the resurrection, showing us that while death is going to come for us all, death is not our end. Our end is in the resurrection and life eternal in, through, and with Jesus Christ. And that's why the affirmation of Peter at the end of this passage is so very important because many of the disciples left Jesus because they couldn't handle his teaching. He, they couldn't handle, eat my body, drink my blood, or unless the, if you do not, you won't have life within you. That was abhorrent to the people of Israel 2,000 years ago, and I trust it's abhorrent to us. Eating people's flesh and drinking their blood, gross. But we also have to recognize who is saying it. And that is revealed by Peter himself, yet again, in his wisdom, but also in the grace of God being conveyed through him. Where are we to go? You have the words to everlasting life. Realizing by Peter's profession of faith that Jesus is no mere man. He is God made manifest made real, made present. And by his word, he created. And by his word, he can recreate bread to become his body, wine to become his blood. By God's power, he created. By God's power, he can recreate. It may still look like bread and smell and taste like wine, but in its essence, by the power of God Almighty, it no longer is bread and wine. It is the body and blood of Jesus Christ, which conveys his soul and divinity. Jesus Christ is God's abiding presence. Jesus Christ is the forgiveness and liberation of sin and evil. Jesus Christ is life eternal. And we now, as Joshua and the people of Israel, and as Peter and the disciples, have an opportunity to not only renew, but to affirm our faith in Jesus Christ. When offered the body of Christ, please recognize that your amen is an amen to the abiding presence of Jesus Christ. Is an amen to the forgiveness of sin is an amen to life eternal. So my family, let's enter into this celebration. And when offered the body of Christ, please respond with a heartfelt amen. My family, let us now stand and profess our faith using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, 
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. My family, let us now turn with joy to our loving Father, and let us ask him to hear and answer our prayer by responding. Wait one minute. Ah, uh, don't say that. Uh. Amen, sister. Please respond to these petitions to our Father with the words, Lord, hear our prayer. That the Holy Spirit may be present in our worship and prayer, making us more fully one in Christ. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For stability and safety for the people of Afghanistan, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For safety and healing for the people of Haiti, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For the safety of all students, teachers, and staff as school prepares to resume, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those in our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth, that the Christian values we hold bear fruit in courageous action, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for all those who have died in our parish community, especially Jean Nuff and Lois Woolley, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today Sophie Maturak and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in vocations to the priesthood, the diaconate, and the religious life, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And if you get out your bulletin on page four, we will now pray the prayer for the Novena to St. Rock. Together, we ask you to stand with us, St. Rock. Maybe not on page four? Just do it yourself, how about that? Be with the people who are dying alone and with the families who suffer separation from them. Ask God's blessing on the healers who work in hospitals clinics, and emergency services. Be with us as we ask God for the grace to be grateful for all those making sacrifices for us. Help us to learn from your example that we may place our trust in God's mercy and love. He'll make all things to the good. Amen. Amen. Please now be seated for the preparation of the altar and the celebration of the Eucharist, Jesus Christ made manifest. Our presentation hymn will be, I Want to Walk as a Child of the Light. The lyrics are in the bulletin. I want to walk as a child of the light. 
I want to follow Jesus. God set the stars to give light to the world. In Jesus, in him there is no darkness at all. The night and the day are both alike. The Lamb is the light of the city of God. Shine in my heart, Lord Jesus. Wonderful. Thank you, Deacon. Pray, my family, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive our oblation, O Lord, by which is brought about a glorious exchange, that by offering what you have given, we may merit to receive your very self. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people. He stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with all the angels and saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, the Queen of Peace, 
with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, with Joshua, with Peter, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Peace, brother. Peace. 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 Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. And for those unable to be with us physically, we now pray a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen for the distribution of Holy Communion. Please come forward in two single file lines. And once you receive the body of Christ, and after you offer a, a heartfelt amen, please return to your pews via the front and then the side aisles. Deacon Frank, once we de uh, de uh, uh, clean our hands, we'll meet you at the base of the steps. We'll be right there.
please join in singing our communion hymn, Eat This Bread. Catholic faith, we recognize that even the smallest drop and the smallest fragment of the body of Christ and the blood of Christ is the fullness of the covenant, of the, of the presence of Jesus Christ. It is even the smallest. That's why Deacon Frank and I are not just washing dishes up here, but we are with tender, loving care, what is known, it's a devotional known as the purification of the vessels, where we, again, with tender love and tender care, you know, make sure that even the smallest fragment is, is, take, is, is removed from this beautiful, these beautiful vessels. Because again, 
we recognize that even the smallest fragment, the tiniest drop, is the real presence of Jesus Christ. And then we recognize this because we repose the Eucharist in the tabernacle for, for not only distribution to the sick, you who cannot come to, 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 to Mass, but for also for adoration for people to adore the Lord in His Eucharistic presence in prayer. So please consider that as well. You know, and also, after weekday Masses, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but weekday Masses are here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and at St. Mary, Tuesday and Thursday at 10 o'clock in the morning. And it's a wonderful celebration, wonderful time to just gather together to, to re rejoice in the Lord. But also, sometimes we gather afterwards for some sharing, for discussion, for questions and answers. It's a wonderful opportunity for sharing our faith. So if you're available and you would like to come to daily Mass, uh, please consider coming to daily Mass and then staying just for a few minutes. You know, we, we stay sometimes 20 minutes, sometimes a half hour at the most, just for talking, sharing, and, and, and growing and helping each other and supporting one another in our life of faith. So if you're open to it, please consider coming to daily Mass Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here, 10 o'clock in the morning, Tuesday, Thursday, up at St. Mary. Are there any other announcements that we need? Oh, fantastic. So again, think about the, uh, the party on the 11th of September. Again, weather permitting, I guess, uh, well, for my participation, of course. Ah, get out of here. But, uh, but uh, also, just come and party with us. You know, I don't know all about the festivities happening there, but if we could just come together, you know, enjoy each other outside, and, you know, so we don't have to worry about all the, the, the pandemic situation as best we can. Let's treat each other with care and respect. Uh, so consider putting that on your calendar, and maybe we'll show these college kids what partying is all about. Amen? Amen. Let us stand and pray. Made partakers of Christ Jesus through these sacraments, we humbly implore your mercy, Lord, that conformed to his image here on earth, we may merit also to be his co-heirs in heaven, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn. We will start with verse 3 of Amazing Grace. The Lord has promised good to me, His word my hope secures. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. Disgrace has brought me safe thus far and grace will lead me home.